Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today. We're up to the fourth chapter of 1 Thessalonians. Paul has been telling the folks back there that it is the will of God, your sanctification, for them to live a life of holiness. And the first thing he addresses with that is that they abstain from sexual immorality. And we saw this in the last episode, how he told them that may each person know how and learn how to possess his own vessel, his own body, in sanctification, which is holiness, and in honor, and not to live the lustful passion, how they used to live, how the Gentiles live. They're not to live in that way, but that God had called them, and he called them to the purpose of purity, not impurity. He'd called them to the purpose of holiness. And then the last verse we saw, uh, verse 8 in our last episode, Paul says, hey, if anybody rejects this, you're not rejecting man. Okay, you're rejecting God. In other words, this is the teaching of the Lord, and you need to live this way. Well, it continues. So here's verse 9 of chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians. Paul says, Now, as to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you. So there must have been some question about the love of the brethren, or there probably was a likely strife and struggle between folks who were now believers. Okay, they're brethren, but they're having a hard time getting along. Can you imagine that within the body of Christ? <laughs> well, you see it in every church. You see it among, among the body of Christ today. You saw it. Uh, you see it in the Scripture, in, in uh, particularly like First Corinthians, and in all portions of the body of Christ, there's going to be that struggle. So he's saying now, as to the love of the brethren... You have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. In other words, he's saying this. I know that it's superfluous for me to write this to you because God himself has taught you to love one another. The previous verse, he says, God's the one who's given you his Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit, the very presence of God himself within each and every true believer. So there's no reason for me to write this to you, but I'm going to write it anyway, right? <laughs> because God has told you to love one another. Verse 10, he says this, For indeed, you do practice it toward all the brethren who are in all of Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, to excel even more. Remember, he said that at the beginning of this chapter, how he requested them and to exhort, he exhorted them. That Yeah, I know that you're walking the way the Lord has told you to. I know that you're walking in a way that's pleasing to God. But excel even more in that. Now he's saying, I know that you love one another. I know that God has taught you to love one another. But I'm encouraging you to excel still more in this love for one another. And that you practice it among all the brethren, those in Macedonia and everywhere else. Now, this is interesting. In the middle of verse 10, uh, he says this, For indeed you do practice it toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia, period. And then it picks up another sentence. And the sentences are broken up by the versification. That's always sort of irritating, right? But we urge you, brethren, to excel still more. And to make it your ambition, uh-oh, here we go, because quite often people ask, uh, well, is it wrong for a, a believer to desire things, to want things, to have ambitions, and et cetera, et cetera? No, it, but it depends upon the nature of the heart. What is the heart motivation? 
you know, what is the drive behind it? So listen what he says here. I urge you, brethren, to excel still more and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and attend to your own business and work with your hands just as we commanded you. So the, this little trifo directive right here gives us insight uh, as to what was going on, some of the problems they were having right there. <clears throat> the love was being challenged because people weren't living quiet lives. He actually addresses it when he writes some other churches. He says, you know, tell these busybodies to quit being busybodies. Let each person take care of his own business. Here he says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Make it your ambition to attend to your own business. Make it your ambition to work with your hands just as we commanded you. Then the last verse, so that you will behave properly toward outsiders and not be in any need. So he's saying you need to live this way to provide for yourselves. Okay, not just sit back and say, well, I'm a believer now. And, uh, you know, Paul in the Bible says that God's going to provide for me so I don't have to do anything. And then we see in the example of Acts that the church is supposed to provide for one another. So y'all come bring me something to eat. No, 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 no. You don't do that in that way. He says you need to live and make it your ambition to live a quiet life. Not to be this aggressive kind of thing to where you think you haven't arrived, you haven't done something if you're not raucous or if you haven't reached the pinnacle that you think that you're supposed to in the flesh or whatever your endeavor is. Attend to your own business. Work with your own hands. And then it's a twofold reason to where there won't be any need, or really a threefold reason, won't be any need personally that you'll love one another the way you should. And then this thing, so that you will behave properly toward outsiders. Outsiders are those who are not believers, who are outside the body of Christ. You know, if you look at the lifestyles and the pattern and practice and behavior of those who profess to be believers versus those who are not believers and yet are good people, and you know what I mean by that, particularly where I am, where I live, uh, it's hard to find anybody that has not heard of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, That does not mean that everybody's saved, though sometimes people act like that and they think they are. No. But sometimes those who are outside are behaving more Christ-like than those that are inside the body. And that's the type of issue uh, that he's dealing with. And so we see that there were some questions that had arisen among this body. You know, he was encouraging them to walk and excel even more, but to make sure that they lived a holy life and abstained from sexual immorality. It was some kind of problem with that. And then he was encouraging even more to love the brethren. He says, I know you love one another, but love one another and don't let these things get in the way. Apparently, the things that were causing love to be fractured was that people were not living a quiet life. They were not attending their own business and they were not working with their own hands. There was Now, there's even more questions that arise. And boy, this next stuff that comes up is really exciting. But we'll save that for the next episode, okay? In the meanwhile, I'm Dale and I'll see you then. Goodbye.